and welcome to the Especially on Tuesday podcast. My name is Kathy Rast and I'm the founder of the Humaning Project for the love of thinking uh, where we can process real life in real time through the words that we use. I'm all for what's happening from mind to mouth and mouth to mind and how we can both learn what we're doing as well as what we can do all with the words already in our worlds. I uh, I just I've been thinking about doing this podcast for a long long while. I did have one previously and Uh, It took me a moment to go through that and and learn that experience of podcasting and what I do want to share, what I don't want to share. And then when I decided to retire that particular podcast, it took a lot of effort, probably more than you think is reasonable to uh, actually retire that and remove it from the World Wide Web. And so that kind of left a sour taste in my mouth in that while it's easy to sign up and to create content and all these things that we are told to do when we are really passionate about sharing something that we do well and that can be of uh, help to others, it's really hard when we say, hey, it's actually evolved or iterated way past what it was and I want to start with a clean slate. I want to take all of the learnings from that particular thing and I want to put it into a clearer, cleaner container. And so it's not necessary to have those old versions of what we're just going to be talking about here over and over again, which is how our words are influencing us and how we can influence with our words. So (laughs) I have been thinking about this for a while and I think I started my last podcast in December as well and I think I know why it's around this time of the year that I would do something like this where I just rip the band-aid off and make ugly uh, as fuck. Uh, By the way, I'm a swearer uh, because I love words, all the words. And that particular word has an important uh, role to play in our living language. Anywho, uh, so this episode is going to be super, super ugly and uh, full of energy because it's following a moment of something that I just realized in real time and it kind of tickles. Uh, and by sharing this, it's, it's my intention, my purpose uh, and my passion to give a, another example of what it is to really influence and understand and be aware of our internal experience and how we can, uh, by knowing that and doing that and practicing that, that it then goes and flows on to how we interact with others or with a purpose. There's one thing, one uh, fundamental tenant. I love that word tenant, a palindrome. That means it runs up and down backwards uh, the same way. So there's a one tenant that underlines here and that is I believe that everything we do comes back to our to meeting a need that we may or may not be aware of. I'll expand more on that as the conversation goes along and as it becomes more and more relevant. However, for now, I want to share this experience uh, because by sharing this, I really do hope that you'll pick up that uh, genuine surprise I keep getting 
and that it's all because I learned um, something about myself a little while ago and slowly I'm building uh, evidence and experiences through everyday events that uh, tell me that that actually was really, really important to do. And so, you know how we uh, say to people, uh, what, what, how do we, I'm trying to say how we say it because I usually say something, people usually say things and then I usually move it along because our communication is kind of stunted and um, short-sighted in many regards. But it's along the lines of saying what you need. And a lot of the time, I find that when people uh, say what they need or they just say something and assume that you'll work out what they need, they don't actually know what they need and hope that you'll fill in the gaps and by doing so, they'll work out what they don't need to then progressively get to what they do need. I'm saying let's flip the uh, flip that, that view, that behavior that is tried, tested and true and to move it towards you being aware of what needs you need um, and how they can be met or cannot be met. And then having the, this is very unelegant of me, but I cannot think of anything right now because um, of the event I'll share with you in a moment. Having the balls to, and that's non-gendified balls, by the way, having the balls to go, okay, uh, this is what I need. Can you give it to me or not? Uh, and anyway, I'll, I'll, sh I'll share it in this particular example so that it actually sounds, makes more, a lot more sense. So more and more as the world ramps up after COVID, one thing to know about me is that I thrived in COVID. I loved the uh, the contained the contained containment of humans into their space because people became really connected in a way that aligns with how I need and have always needed to operate in the world, which is in short bursts, which is in our smaller and small and deliberate contacts and time where we don't are not connected and we don't have any other voices than our own in the room in that regard people may know it as introversion uh, I'm very strong in how I I, I I'm very have a strong awareness how I process information and it's I only need a little bit of information with the ratio to uh, information input to processing, unpacking and making sense of is it's quite out of proportion with the haste and pace of most uh, things in this world. So I've really had to, the more I learn it as I get older and with more experience, the more that I have this awareness, the more I've had to change my whole life and bring those people on around me on board with how I can uh, exist and survive and some days, most days are thrive. And by thrive, I mean enjoy, enjoy uh, many, many moments. And so uh, that's why the way that the world and the way that I was brought up in the world that uh, about 
how we connect and communicate with others has been extraordinarily um, painful, has been extraordinarily difficult, has been extraordinarily uh, (laughs) soul-sucking, just to put a few uh, senses around that. And so (laughs) one day, it was probably a Tuesday after a full moon, I went, fuck it. I'm going to work out how I can enjoy most days uh, and most of most days uh, so that each day is pretty darn awesome. And my measure of success is uh, around how many times I laugh, I smile, I feel a flush of warmth because I felt that sense of joy uh, and also that fulfillment that I get when I know that I have done the things that I could do. And again, I'll expand more on what that actually means and how practical that actually practically looks uh, because I'm guessing it would be very different to what you would reasonably expect. Every time that people hear, especially around, say, the medical people that I work with with my personal health, is that they're just like, wow, you really do prioritize health. That was the last thing my GP said to me when um, we were talking about uh, different lifestyle factors, as well as another uh, professional that was like, wow, that's did that take a lot to set your life up that way? And my answer to him was, yep, <laughs> that's about it. However, what I've noticed now that I've gone through the initial um, understanding phase and discovery phase and all these things and getting little bits of evidence that mean that this shit actually works. And by shit, I mean balls. Oh, just things that you just walk past every day that you don't realize yet that there is so much opportunity in just shifting a word or doing a specific behavior to making days easier and enjoyable. I really, uh, I've lost my train of thought there and this will happen. Give you the hot tip. This will happen because what happens, I'm just going to quickly explain something. You know how people talk about and they give you a diagnosis and both with a specific diagnosis, they assume that you know what that is, what the behaviors are, and then you'll adjust accordingly. That's a really good example of uh, unnecessary uh, burden put on the receiver of any communication that their assumptions will be correct. And we kind of set people up to fail over and over again. So what you'll get from me is that I'll be really clear about the behaviors and what to expect and how you can safely and confidently operate around my behaviors. Uh, And rarely will I put it into a Western medical term. And again, I'll expand on that where it is relevant and important to share. So one of the things that will happen is that in my internal experience that I've learned over the years is that I'm constantly talking to myself. So if you think about uh, me talking and that you can hear it, I constantly have a radio 
that is commentating on everything I'm doing whilst there's another radio uh, paying attention to both what I'm saying as well as what I'm observing and how that is that narrator is narrating uh, as well as just kind of like hey what about this and so there's all these different uh, voices and whilst I don't hear them they consume me in a way that they are all my focus in in, in many um, regards and this is a really big part of my passion is that from a very very young age right through to the last couple of years I was told that I think too much that I uh, can be distracted or too hyper fixed <laughs> on fixated on things uh, that I talk too much too fast not enough there is just lots of twos, too much, not enough and those kind of things that I spent most of my adulting experience trying not to be those things. Until the last couple of years and went, actually, I love thinking. Like, I really, really love thinking and I love uh, supporting others and modeling to others and inspiring others to think and to think about their thinking uh, because this is the only place that is ours it will only ever be ours regardless of technology and then how we've got imagery and I'm sure they'll try and find a plug-in where they can put something in and jack us up and listen to our thoughts yeah nah <laughs> They can also have imagery where they say, oh, you're thinking about this because we did this stimuli and, and it's still an interpretation. And yeah, nah. <laughs> thinking is our the place that is only ours. And it is this one thing that is both our foe and our friend. It is both the most uh can be the most I'm, I'm holding my hands up trying to 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 grasp uh and capture this thing with no lines it's it's kind of like that sense of trying to hold water with your bare hands it is a having an awareness and and increasing our awareness in our mind is fucking scary in many regards it is also absolutely wonderful absolutely wonderful so finding uh the strength in both of those uh and along that sliding scale is really <laughs> it does require effort and energy and this is where a lot of us are not yet giving uh, credit or resources towards is understanding how much energy and resources and by that i mean water i mean rest i mean uh, food, good nutrition, uh, stimulation is that these all go towards the quality uh, and quantity of our thinking. And so I'm just going to keep talking about thinking and how we can continue to shape our experience. And by shaping our experience, we can move it towards something that we want more and more. Anywho. Uh, I'm sharing an experience that I just had <laughs> and it's really, really weird. So when we want something, 
and we get it <laughs> uh, and you, you don't realize you have it it's kind of like that delay there's kind of like that you can see mouths moving but the sound hasn't come in yet when you're watching uh, that that uh, event be out of sync and so what's just happened is that in my efforts to continue to reduce the noise the cluster of um, conversations um, and in particular this particular type of conversation is where there is something up for decision by the way everything i share it will be a specific example that i have had a personal experience with because that way i can give you what it was like inside as well as what i observed all coming from my point of view um, if anything uh, connects uh, clicks with you you can click and collect it in your way uh, however if it does uh, influence something that you're working with a professional on please always consider uh, talking with them and working with them with this new information anywho I was asking uh, somebody wanted to feel heard and by heard they wanted to have a meeting about something and it was about a decision and so great fantastic uh, however, this decision was already clear, the information was obtained and it was just this or that. And yet there was still a need for people to say a supporting statement, uh, feeling and things like that around their decision. Now, over the years, uh, this has been extraordinarily uh, energy sucking for me in particular because I feel every word I process primarily through information through hearing it and as I hear words I create a sensation uh, an experience of that word so if something is hard I express I, I feel that that struggle that uh, stagnant that weight if something is sad I will feel the sad if something is angry I will feel the angry and that's just my way of processing the language so it's more the more that I've learned this the more it has become a priority to ensure only that which adds value to my well-being uh, and to my loved ones and then to the people that I work with it's in that priority order by the way my well-being my loved ones uh, and then my uh, people that I work with in my business it, it does go in that priority and I will say that because without that order it doesn't work the other way around uh, the more and more I've learned this, the more and more it's uh, it's easier for me to say um, what I can say yes to and what I will say no to. So every yes has a no and every no has a yes. So learning my yes is that yes, you can have your say. Yes, you can have, uh, you can express your, your individual view and decision uh how and yes i will not be there uh, as part of the meeting to hear that because it is not essential for me we've got all the information that we need and if there is anybody else that wants to express and feel heard then you're more than welcome to get together and do so come back 
uh, when and respond, in this case it was Nima, respond to the email with uh, your decision. That's it. And what happened was that I realized I just expressed my need. And so then <laughs> I had uh, uh, this person is in my immediate uh, environment. And as somebody said, well, but everybody has a right to feel heard. And, and I didn't realize I was saying it until afterwards. It's like, yeah, just as everybody has a right to feel heard, people that don't want to hear it or don't need to hear it also have an equal right to not be present when you are getting that need met. And I was, needless to say, the conversation, uh, somebody expressed real frustration towards me. They were the words and the body language to match. Now, old Kathy would have been beside myself. I would have been just consumed in that frustration and feelings of guilt and sadness and anger because I had uh, done something to influence that outcome. However, on this occasion, I was like beyond calm. And so I came back and I did the normal behavior of where you speak to someone you trust. And so I just went, but I'm really, really calm, like overly calm. It's weird. And then I had that realization that actually I know what I need and I know how to express that. And I did that on this occasion and I'm okay. Like not okay. That's not the right word because that's in relation to consent and permission. I'm really comfortable and I'm really confident and this is sustainable I can operate and play my part in this now in the future I know that there may be a conversation that I need to be a part of to gather information to elicit information to then formulate um, options and then be part of the decision however that wasn't the process that was required for this immediate event and so by doing that I I realized that I just did another thing, another thing through my words and my internal experience and paying attention and collecting the evidence of what needs were were a priority, what they needed to be met or the range of behaviors or conditions that could meet that uh, because I am quite flexible and agile as required and which were hard no's. Um, By knowing my no's, I knew what my yeses were. And it feels really good because I've stepped away from what I have had to suck up for over 40 years, which is, oh, not 40 years, I'm only just over 40, so um, that's not the case. But yeah, from a young age where I've had to do the polite behavior, to do the polite thing, to do the assumed behavior of collaboration and consultation when really that has a specific part and I think that we over collaborate and we over um, consult and that by being more deliberate and being more clear on when and where and how we do that we'll actually get stronger outcomes we'll have more energy across uh, our days uh, and how we do things and that means we can get better outcomes so 
this is just one example to kick off the conversation around uh, understanding, uh, well, first detecting, understanding, and making sense, and then communicating an internal experience of one human uh, and how our words, uh, in particular my words here, have influenced this to a a pretty cool darn outcome. Something that has got me feeling energized, something that has got me feeling excited, something that is very, very different from... uh, from the old ways that didn't work and yeah so that was a lot I think (laughs) hopefully uh this has made some sense uh, in your day in your way and I look forward to (laughs) refining (laughs) maybe it might be a absolute clusterfuck as it is here uh however I promise if you stick around, there'll be something that may just change your day.